Welcome to my podcast, Confessions of a Worship Leader. Trisha and I have just watched the movie Jesus Revolution, which looks at the early days of the Jesus movement in California. It's now on general release in cinemas around the UK and Ireland. The film centres around the story of Chuck Smith, who was the pastor of a small church, Calvary Chapel, that began to grow in 1965. A new group of barefoot kids were coming and sitting on the floor because the pews were full. The elders of the church came to Chuck to complain that the dirty, barefoot young people were ruining the carpet. Chuck's reply was that it would be better to remove all the carpet than to remove the hippies that had come to church to hear God's word. Soon the little church building could not contain the number of hippies attending and they had to start meeting in a large tent. This was truly the beginning of the Jesus movement that grew to touch the whole country and parts of the world and helped birth the modern-day worship movement. The movie is worth watching just to get a glimpse of what those days must have been like. It reminded us of those heady days of our youth when we wanted to do nothing else but grow our hair, wear cheesecloth shirts, flare jeans and play our guitars and sing songs all day long. In the mid-1970s, when we were living in Plymouth, in the UK, we helped organise concerts at the local YMCA, where artists from Calvary Chapel, California, would perform. It was great to hang out with these guys who were the living embodiment of the Jesus Revolution. Just like in California, we used to baptise people in the sea, as our church building was only a few steps from where the Pilgrim Fathers set sail for the USA. I would baptise people wearing a bright orange and black wetsuit, which is essential in the UK climate. As I watched the Jesus Revolution movie and Chuck Smith's radical, non-religious approach to Christianity, I couldn't help recalling my time doing a short tour of Calvary Chapel churches in the northwest of the USA around 20 years ago. There was one church near Portland, Oregon, where we were booked to play a concert on the Sunday evening. On the Sunday morning, we visited some friends in the same city who were leading a church that was mainly full of goths, punks and ex-junkies. They were probably the modern-day equivalent of those 60s hippies. They were lovely people and passionate about Jesus who had transformed their lives. We invited them all to come along to the local Calvary Chapel and support us in our concert that evening. They all came along en masse, but sadly were not welcomed warmly. For a start, many of them were smoking in the church car park before entering the building. People were complaining about this non-Christian behaviour. Their punk-style clothes were also frowned upon as not being suitable for church. Then during the concert, as we sang I Could Sing of Your Love Forever, one of these girls, dressed all in black and sat on the front row, stood up and began to dance in worship. Immediately, two stewards marched from the back of the auditorium and in front of more than 500 people, publicly humiliated this girl and ordered her to sit down. They didn't know that this girl had been abused by men all her life, until she discovered Jesus Christ and a community where she could be accepted and belong. Now here she was being publicly abused by two men. It was then I realised we weren't playing in a church, but a religious country club. It was one of the most depressing evenings of my life. We also found that we were almost blacklisted from playing the remaining churches in the tour because we encouraged dancing in public worship. Evidently, this was not allowed in the movement. 
This church was part of the Calvary Chapel network, but to my mind could not be further from the pioneering spirit of Chuck Smith, the movement's founder. In the 60s, it was a place where the barefoot hippies could find a home, where people were more important than carpets. But now, a generation later, the movement had become middle-aged and middle-class. Smokers, punks and goths would need to find Jesus somewhere else. I've heard that many Christians in the USA are looking for a new Jesus revolution to break out. But I wonder, is it coming from a sense of nostalgia or a genuine desire to see God move? Is it a desire for the kind of revolution that fills our church communities with the modern-day equivalent of those 60s hippies? The kind of people whose differences will challenge our prejudices and fears. They may disrupt the church life that we are enjoying. Families have to change when new babies are born. What are the metaphorical or physical new carpets in our church communities that we might have to tear up in order to welcome and embrace those who are different? Do we want people to conform to Christ's image or to the image of Christ that we have created within our Christian culture? Revolution is not comfortable. It is messy and changes everything. Let's be careful what we ask God for. Thanks so much for listening.